0: Let's go again! What are your superpowers again? I've got an 18-inch Kong here. Think
1: Mark! This is not facts. I'm I'm stating facts just because it's my opinion, and my opinion is facts. I'm not a big fan of nudity in television and movies. Most of the time, it's just for...
2: And they're like, I had a blast, and I'm having a great time. I'm glad they did, but the only thing I had a blast in was in my pants when the credits rolled and it was over. And his name is John Cena. Uh oh, da-da-da-da, like this in the background. Why what? No! No! Don't shut me up. Oh, good for you.
0: You're
1: listening to the future of the f-ing industry. filmmaker Mike and the
2: boys. That's what I sleep with every night.
0: Yo, everyone, you're listening to filmmaker Mike and the boys. Joining me for this episode is the return of the one and only Pinhead.
2: I tell you, it's gonna be a long night of slow singing and flower bringing i'll tell you <laughs> this shit was a fucking this was an abysmal couple of weeks but it's good to be back on to cry about it because some people i can tell they have their head buried in the cocaine bag <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's good to have you back brother um kuya is
2: yeah
0: kuya is celebrating his anniversary with the wifey so a happy anniversary to them i was I was hoping yeah. we could be complete for this episode, but I figured, you know what, that's okay, because I'm sure there will be another chance when you can join us again, and we can all have a complete uh, crew, and Jester will be catching up uh, in the show uh, at some point, so he should be catching up. But we're going to kick things off. Um, I'm guessing this will be appropriate just in time for Halloween when when I get to upload this episode. So we're going to kick things off with a, a brand new Halloween movie that's uh you know it's got halloween in the title and it's halloween ends so i can't wait to hear uh pinhead's review most awaited review does the move does this series finally
2: end or are we gonna see another it ends it ends and thank (laughs) god it ends (laughs) like but after pulling in 43 million this weekend it's gonna reboot again because there's no way this movie can be made again there's no way another this iteration of halloween can do unless there's some kind of magic like magic runes come in like in the producer's cup of halloween the curse of michael myers because this ends it ends yeah honestly this is one of the worst movies i've seen in the last 15 20 years i this wow. is an app this is an absolute mess and this bullshit that, first of all, I'm getting sick. It's already been two nights and I'm already sick of all the YouTubers that, and, and the people out there. And even even the critics who are, are writers are egregious of this. This is going to defy the van base. No fucking shit because it's a mess. Some, a group of idiots said, well, it was subverting your expectations. This is the last Jedi of, of Halloween franchise. No, it's not. The Last Jedi, whether you liked or disliked, it was a coherent film. This is the rise of Skywalker of Halloween because they're just throwing shit at the wall (laughs) to see what sticks. Oh, man. The best analogy I can give to this movie is like remember when we were in high school and we would take tests and we knew we didn't study for those tests. Uh And for the most and for the most of the time during the test, we'd sit around and daydream and we would do nothing with the test. And then the teacher would go 90 seconds and then we'd rush in there and put in all these answers knowing they were wrong, but we'd still do it to fill in blanks and then wow. turn it in yeah that is what halloween ends is it's literally <laughs> a rushed in turned in test wow to just fill in blanks so that we can get something done and in the trilogy I'll, huh. 2018 i really enjoyed for all of its flaws i did enjoy the 2018 halloween then covid happened and i understand that they had to back away but In the time that they did it, they fucked with the story. They messed with it, and we got Halloween Kills. Now, how I don't love Halloween Kills, and I've gone on record of saying how I wanted to kick the shit out of the people for making Halloween Kills, because Halloween Kills is literally a murder simulator of Michael Myers just seeing how many bodies he can stack to the ceiling before the movie's over. This movie goes in the completely opposite direction to where there's no michael throughout most of this film what there's a yeah oh, oh. that's subverting the expectation so it's like having a star wars film without jedis without lightsabers maybe Luke Skywalker. Without space battles. yeah without space battles it's just literally let's just say androids walking around going and looking at the ceiling for a while there's and once again, I am over this nonsense and horror of the trauma based horror films. We get it. We get it, Gen Z. You, you're the most, you've seen the most plight that any generation's ever seen. Fuck the 60s and the civil rights movement and even the slavery. You guys have suffered even more than everybody throughout any generation. We fucking get it. And it's also a message movie where it just hammers the message over you. It's like the scene with Keenan Ivory Wayne's and Don't Be a Menace to South Central while Drinking Your Juice in the Hood, where every other scene he comes out, and he's like, message. And then another <laughs> scene goes by, and he's like, message. And then by the end of the movie, it's like he's the baby screaming, message to the top of his lungs, like, we get it. Yes, Halloween Kills kind of did that with the the mentality of how the mob mentality can consume a, a group of people. And it was, a it, they can try and deny it all they want. It was a, it was mob mentality, especially after the, the January 6th thing. So they followed through with the Trump shit. We get it. With this movie, with this movie, it's not as egregious, but it's still a message, trauma-based film where one of the biggest problems I have is some of the goofy shit like Michael looking into, cause we get a new character. So for those of you that haven't seen it, I just say, turn it off right now because I'm gonna have to say some of this shit to get this off my chest and it will be spoiled slightly. We have a new cu- Richie Cunningham or Cody Cunningham or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> and the movie starts off, and this isn't even a huge book, because it's right off. He accidentally murders a child. And now the town hates him because he, he went through a trial, he was acquitted. It was manslaughter over murder because he didn't really murder the kid. The kid played a prank on him, locked him in a basement, he freaked out and kicked the door open. The stupid kid was right by the door. It smashed it, it literally turned into a three a, a, a violent three stooges. The kid got smashed in his face, fell over the cliff of the balcony on the top floor of his house and fell to his death and broke his neck. <laughs> it was like it was like Like three stooges from hell. I'm like, okay. Now and it and it's a perfect starting off point to this nonsense we get. So of course, after that happens, they go to trial that you don't see it, but we they hint about it. We he he gets off, he gets and the entire town hates him because he's a child murderer. That's the inciting incident for. We go to the sewer, like it's it. And, and Michael Myers is Pennywise. Well, now Michael grabs the kid and he can transfer his power with a look. He looks at you. And now you get the evil sucked inside your body and now you're a ravenous murderer. What? They're so inept at their job that they can't even figure out the, the bare, basic fundamentals of what a halloween is and fine i understand trying to do something different with the franchise because this is the 75th fucking halloween movie we get it just like we've had 39 friday the 13th and 72 nightmare on elm streets and even 45 texas we get it i understand you're trying to do something different But when you take a Halloween movie and Michael Myers is literally in, his grand total screen time, if you stretch it out, is 10 minutes. What? This movie is an hour and 50 minutes. Wow. And the kills, except for a few, and we'll have this problem with Hellraiser once I get to this rule. I don't understand this. Werewolf by Night was more violent than Halloween Ends and Halloween and Hellraiser. I'm not understanding this. Wow. And the only reason why Werewolf by Night got away with it is because they're in black and white. But but technically, there is far more violence in a 56-minute Marvel callback to an old Hollywood horror. There's more violence than Werewolf by Night, which I loved. It was fantastic. I had a great time with it. My only complaint is it should have been longer, should have been a full-flesh featured film because that thing, it had more violence than Hellraiser and Halloween is, How? <laughs> this is insanity. And this is why I hate the modern horror movie between trauma-based storylines and inept writer. This movie had four writers on it. Jeez. including Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, the director. Four writers wrote this film and this is the best they could come up with. But it's, but Pinhead, it's subverting expectations like The Last of Jedi. No, because The Last Jedi was a coherent film. This was a fucking mess. This was a mess. And yes, Halloween does end. I will not say it because this movie's only been out going for a third day so I'll let it go. But yes, what they do to Michael, there ain't no coming back. And like I said earlier, unless they do the magic runes and there's magic involved, like fucking Willow or Lord of the Rings, and they bring back the magic runes from the from the producers cut of Curse of Michael Myers, Mikey ain't coming back. There's no way. It involves machinery, and he there's no machinery that destroys cars. There's no way he's coming <laughs> back. There's no fucking way. And like I said, unless you bring back the magic runes, there's no way he's coming back. And this bullshit about trauma and all this nonsense, Laurie Strode has been through this for 40 fucking years. This would be the 43rd year. Now she's just a homemaker, and, and I get it. She's trying to move on. The motivation is so stupid because she goes from Halloween. To where Halloween kills, it's all about her. We gotta the evil's gotta to die tonight, and we gotta stop it. The Halloween the beginning of Halloween ends, where she's Mrs. Martha Stewart, homemaker. <laughs> she's making pies and baking bacon pies and making turkeys and putting her hand up chicken. These Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally a Hallmark movie. And then and the last act of it snaps back to uh oh i have been i it's always been my destiny to end it's michael it's time yeah exactly it's, it's always been my destiny and and one of my favorite characters allison i forgot the the young actress's name but she was she was one of the shining parts through both of these films her motivation is my pussy's wet I wanna fuck this Richie Cunningham character. I don't know. Like it's 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 the All first right. frame, the, the, the first frame she meets him, the first frame she meets him, she's like, I'm, she's known him for two minutes. And the first frame she meets him, she's like, I'm gonna jump his bones, rip his clothes off, and wanna fuck his brains out, raw dog him on the bathroom table. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Uh, uh, like, this is the this is the ineptitude I'm talking about, where we're just throwing. Shit at the wall. And just, <laughs> I hope it sticks. David Gordon Green is an inept hack at his job. And God, I'm I'm kind of glad that he's not because we're we're mum on the Hellraiser thing of the series. The series is probably not happening now because his next project after this, he's ruined Halloween. His next project is the Exorcist Trilogy that he's doing with Blumhouse once again. Oh boy. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. I can't wait for that. Cause you know, you did such a smashing job with Halloweenians.
0: So what's, sorry to interrupt you, but it's uh the actress that plays Aunt Lydia from the Handmaid's Tale. She's going to be in that exorcist movie.
2: I know. And I'm like, you, you're better than this. I, <laughs> I don't, I can't. I, one thing I will say is I want to see what happens because He's inept at doing a Halloween film. This has been proven two times. I'll give him 2018 because 2018, for all its flaws, they had set up some good shit. Coincidentally, this wasn't going to be the original movie. I read the original 2018 script, and it's far better than anything that this was going to be. It was going to be Halloween Returns. It would have been a great setup for three movies, but because the Weinstein incident happened, Dimension Mm. lost the rights to it, and it went to Jason and his Bumhouse productions. (laughs) So now we're here where we're at. I got to tell you, I hated Blonde with uh, Anna de Armas. I thought that was the worst film of the year yeah Halloween ends came in and said hold my fucking (laughs) beer it's not even a contest oh man if I could give this movie less than zero I would (laughs) but I'm gonna be nice because especially now that it is official it's not just the end of Michael Myers but Jamie Lee I read it in Vanity Fair Jamie Lee signed a document stating in writing that she will never play Laurie Strode ever again as long as she lives. This is it for her. You can't drop the bag anymore. So this is the end. So because it's the end for Mikey and Laurie, it's a two out of 10. And I'm being nice giving them that. Because like I said, the level of ineptitude and incompetence in this film Blind, fo- this movie is like a 10, 11-year-old high-off Skittles and Pixie Sticks. It can't sit still. One minute it's over here, then the next minute it's over here, then the next minute it's over here. And it's like, just settle, settle down, you little fuck, and focus your ADD and write a coherent story. And that's what David Gordon Green is. He is an 11-year-old child high-off Skittles and Pixie Sticks. This movie was the biggest pile of grot I've ever seen in a long time. And it's not just because I'm disappointed. There was great potential, even in Halloween Kills. You could, of course, correct it, but you were too busy worrying about making an art house. Once again, elevated horror movie. Ooh, and you failed. You failed at even making that. So it's a two out of 10 and they're lucky to get that. Every character that you fell in love with was thrown in the trash heap. Michael Myers, we went from making him the unstoppable juggernaut to a guy who has an Igor limp who, who can, a small gust of wind can blow him over. And I don't wanna hear this excuse to, well, it's been four years, he's been in the sewers, he got fucked up, yeah. You already established in Halloween kills, he was unstoppable. I think after being that unstoppable four years to heal his wounds, you guys said it in the last movie, every kill he makes, he gets stronger. I think a four year gap would have built his strength tolerance up even higher. The only excuse they give to it is because the Myers house was destroyed and now he doesn't have a home base to go back to. But I counter your argument with, uh-uh, you don't get that pass because David Gordon Green and Danny McBride and company wrote in the story from the get-go that the mask is his essence. The mask is his power. Even in Halloween kills, when his mask is off and they beat the shit out of him and don't even shoot him and don't take him down, what stops him? It's not the, He was weakened and done what happens? He puts the mask back on and he rises like the fucking Undertaker in the WWE and obliterates everybody and kills Karis. And that's how the movie ends. So we know it's the mask, not the house. You guys, are too, you guys are not even good enough to follow through with your own lore that you established. So it's a 2 out of 10 and they're lucky to get that. All right. Well, God, I hated this movie. <laughs>
1: what's up jester what's up man, what's up, man? Hey, I, miss you. I miss you too baby man you look good over there how's how's uh nc it's
2: all right it's it's like bumblefuck nowhere there's just <laughs> st- there's just sticks and pricks out here but hey it's yeah, what you, it
0: is you missed it's, some of what uh ben had said earlier about uh could you repeat uh what you said about what people are saying that it's the last Jedi and oh yeah, people what are you saying refer that to it. this
2: Halloween film is the last Jedi of Halloween films. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the fucking Rise of Skywalker because it's an <laughs> absolute mess. It's an absolute mess. Oh man, like at least at least at least in the last Jedi, Luke had a cool ass fucking battle, rather regardless of if he was actually there physically or not. Michael wasn't even there except for 10 minutes just to be thrown in a, literally thrown in the trash can mm, yeah. in an industrial, he was literally just brought in so he could have a, a squash match with Lori and then thrown in an industrial trash and dumpster that that's great. So and
0: much like rise of Skywalker too. In rise of Skywalker, they introduced new characters, which were cool, but we don't really have time for, you know, like at the end of it, like, did it matter? Not really. No. Did it make exactly. an impression? Or do they steal the scenes? No. Not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? And
2: the, and the problem I have with this movie, and we'll wrap it up there, they even take away kills from the last movie. There's a woman that, that, yes, in Halloween (laughs) Ends, they literally take away a critical kill, And everybody's seen, if you haven't seen it at this point, you're not going to see it. There's a kill in Halloween Kills where a woman gets jabbed in the throat with a fluorescent light tube by Michael and she's left to bleed to death. And you're like, there's no way this bitch is surviving. Wrong. In Halloween (laughs) Ends, and Halloween ends, their, their adjustment to that is she no longer has a voice box. She's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, but she's still alive. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Not only was she brutally beat over the head by Michael Myers, he jammed a spiky part of a fluorescent light tube into her fucking aorta and made, and she bled to death. How, Way how?
0: So it's a Hallmark movie. It's a
2: miracle. <laughs> to be quite honest, it's a soap opera because you can be shot 20 times and then like three months later, you're back. Like Victor yeah. Newman returns. Uh, this it's is like, ridiculous. It's like George
1: of the Jungle, man, where the narrator's like, no worry, nobody dies in this story.
2: <laughs> exactly. Don't worry, good. people. No black ladies were harmed in the making of this movie. We'll bring her back in a wheelchair and make her a mute. Like This is so stupid. Now that I think about it, that because of that, you revoked a point. It's one out of ten. You're, thank you Thank you. You just remind, you're one out of ten, Halloween. The point was revoked.
0: God, what a piece
2: of dog shit. So Now
0: we're going to move on to another horror movie that I think you liked a little bit more, according to our group chat, uh, Hellraiser.
2: I liked it better the 17th time I watched it. Okay. I've seen okay, so I've seen this eight times now. By the way, my mom hated it. Oh, and, really? she, and she's a huge Hellraiser fan. Uh-huh. My, mom, my mom hated it. One of the one of the things I'll say right off the bat, and I'm not gonna try and spoil it for anybody because this hasn't been out that long either. It was last week one of the fundamental problems i have with this hellraiser is they can't even once again it's first of all it's another trauma once again it's another trauma based horror movie surrounding addiction this i don't get what it is with this generation that thinks they are they they've had the biggest plight in all the world but it's it, it, every new horror movie from every modern horror maker has to be about woe is me But letting that pass, the director finally explained what the ending was, and I'm not going to say what happens, but I made a little bit of headcanon, and and I don't usually like headcanon, but after listening to the director's actual explanation, and I don't give a fuck about everybody else's YouTube video, Hellraiser ending explained, fuck you. (laughs) you, you mean fuck all because the director and Jamie Clayton, the new pinhead, came out together and admitted in Slash News or some shit, an article that was exclusive. What the ending was, and when I heard the ending, I'm like, yeah, my head cannon was better, because it's a it's a cop out ending. Overall, Hellraiser was it was fine. There is one thing in this movie, Halloween Ends does this too, and it's so fucking annoying. If this was a PG-13 M. Night Shyamalan movie or something, I would understand doing this. But Hellraiser, especially Hellraiser, is egregious of this. And this is why I pointed out to you, Mike, earlier that I said Werewolf by Night is more violent than Hall- or Hellraiser. They do the thing that is my biggest pet peeve in life with a hard-rated R. They have off-screen kills. Mm. There is nothing more... There's two things I hate in horror movie in the modern horror film. Excessive jump scares and off screen murders in a hard rated R movie about fucking demons that come from fucking hell and torture and mutilate you. There are too many off screen kills in this film and I cannot stand it. There may be one one moment and let us remember I know it sounds like I'm being a gore hound but hellraiser films are twisted and they're supposed to make you feel uncomfortable this movie does none of that there's one kill that's awesome where some girl's back gets completely ripped off and thrown to the ground other than that there's a lot of off-screen kills and art house kills, which I cannot stand. When I go to, when we go, and this is for everyone, when people go to a Hellraiser movie, they just wanna see the twisted shit and the lore, the continued lore of Hellraiser. And they've made up some lore in this movie that's like, oh, I can't even get with the lore anymore because after he mentioned what the ending is, what David Bruckner made out of this, and said what the ending was. They don't even follow through with their own lore, which once again, I don't understand what it is with modern horror movie directors and writers. They make up just like David Gordon Green did with Halloween. They establish a piece of lore and then they throw it out of the window at the very end. There's no point in that. It wastes all of our time. Whether you're a horror movie fan or not, it wastes everybody's time. A part of me would like to see more because Jamie Clayton, uh, props to that woman, like she was a fantastic pinhead and we're not even called, she's the hell priest. They call her the priest in the movie because Clive Barker, he despises that term. And if anybody's read the Scarlet Gospels, you know for a fact he fucking hates the term pinhead. He hated all the last couple of movies. He the only one he really gives respect to is Hellbound: Hellraiser Two. Other than the original, he hates all the sequels. He and the shit that Hollywood did do him, I con- do understand why he hates it. So that's been reaffirmed. the 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 way the box is constructed, there's six. There's like five or six levels that change it to where, in order to go through these stages if you get through them and you give a blood sacrifice which really i talked to one of my friends about this and this pissed. this is if i had a major gripe with the new hellraiser it would be this hellraiser it doesn't matter if they were the shitty directed video movies in every single hellraiser it has been established that in order for you to be attacked by the fucking Cenobites, you have to play with the limit configuration box yourself. You have to open Pandora's box. You have to bring hell upon yourself and then the twisted brutal murder, the twisted punishment where you get mutilated and sent to Leviathan's doorstep in hell happens to you. Not in this movie this movie turned into a fucking demonic supernatural slasher because anybody can get it now because it's based upon blood sacrifice now. So for example, if someone opens the fucking box, their goal now is to make sure that they tag someone with the box and send their soul to hell And if they do each and every one of these things, they get the twisted reward. So you can be an absolute prick like the main villain of the story is bought. And if you're a prick and you just tag someone, it doesn't matter. They could be the most innocent, nice. It could be your 85-year-old grandma. If you tag her, she's going to hell that it's that simple and i hate that change in the lore everything else they did with the lord changes were fine but that slasher now it's just like being jason forhees or michael myers or even more freddy krueger because he comes through your dreams anybody can get it now i, I you know i hate to be a snob but they weren't until they got to seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of them. Hellraiser used to be the thinking man's type of horror movie, slasher, you know, dare I say, the original, one of the original elevated horror films. But now it's just you anybody can get the smoke now. Anybody can get the smoke. And I don't like that. Plus, I thought the ending was beautiful until he explained what the ending was. And it makes no sense to the Lord I can't get into it without spoiling it for people. But I made a commentary about it and I put my theory out there and now that it's been debunked I think it's one of the stupidest fucking endings I've seen in a long time, not Halloween in stupid. But it's damn close because it takes it undermines every piece of lore they established in their own movie if you listen to what he says. Overall, it was better than what we've gotten because Hellraiser. We I'm telling you, to say we've been been in limbo is nice. Hellraiser films have been shit. I mean, Doug Bradley quit for crying out loud because and you can't pay him enough anymore. Like the scripts were just that bad, and he's like, I can't do this anymore. It's ruining the legacy, and I, you can't pay me enough. On top of the fact, like I stated earlier, this might be the until something happens this is going to be the last hellraiser project We because i don't think that hbo max series is happening i think lab said fuck this shit it's gonna at the very least because you can look up information in the the most recent information was april or july or june and, and then there's been nothing but cricket since On top of the fact, like I said, David Gordon Green's project, it was going to be, it's not Hellraiser. His next project is going to be the Exorcist Trilogy. And that's going to take at least, even if he tries, six years. So this is going to be the last bit of Hellraiser we get for a while. Overall, I did put it at a five. Even with the missteps, because some of the Cenobite creatures, they're fucking like Mike was saying, chef's kiss, some of them are fucking creepy. Some of them are like, whoa. You can tell they really put the time and money into the the practical effects of the costumes and the creature effects. So right now it's a seven out of ten. I can't there's no way I can give it more than that because the ending is ridiculous. It's stupid. Even as beautiful as it is, it's stupid. And they undermine their own lore. And like I said, the slasher element of anybody can get the smoke. Even your 85-year-old grandma can just be taking a walk in her walker. And if the prick wants to come up behind and send her as a blood sacrifice, grandma's going to hell. That's all there is to it. She could be the sweetest old lady. She's going to hell. So it's a 7 out of 10. It could have been a lot better, but it could have been a lot worse, too. God could it have been a lot worse yeah well that like revelations worse
0: when you explain that it reminds me of that
2: that movie
0: it follows
2: it's a lot like that only it's not as well told right right i I liked it follows a lot better than this and i hate to say that but
0: i just remember (laughs) like yeah for the the one the the whole plot of it follows basically when you have when when character has sex with another person it follows that person
2: and yeah
0: and yeah it won't it's a similar anyone else but that person
2: um it's a similar identity it's a similar identity only you trade fucking for you know corrupt corrupt bullshit right right because none of these characters and that's another problem i have with this movie unlike it it follows another more modern horror there are no redeemable characters and like the cast sucks like (laughs) everybody's obnoxious everybody in this cast you just want to see die you're like i hope you all bite the fucking dust right Except the only ones that i didn't want to see bite the dust were the australian asian chick and the gay dude that was the the sister's brother's boyfriend, because they were the only ones. Other than, they were the only ones genuinely trying to be human beings. Everybody else, I wanted to see him die quick. And not only did I want to see him die quick, I wanted to see him die in the most brutal fashion ever. The, trust me, the main villain wasn't just the main villain of the movie; the whole fucking cast was fascinating. So, so that's why I cannot give it any more than seven out of ten.
0: Yeah, and then that um, Hellraiser is only exclusive to Hulu, right? Much like yeah, they
2: they did that, and that kind of agitates me. It's there's nowhere else you can see it. It's not even in the theater right now. Yeah, it's not like the, it's not like the cock did with with uh, Halloween, where they put it same day as theater. This is if you want to see this, you're gonna have to watch it on Hulu. And one yeah. of the problems I have with this is why this disappoints me so much is it's a similar problem I had with X earlier this year. David Bruckner and Ty West have made two, both of these guys have made movies that I love. Like Ty West made The Sacrament, which is one of my favorite found footage that calls back to Jim Jim Jones and the Kool-Aid drinkers. But even more importantly, he did a movie called The House of the Devil, which if anybody wants to see it, it's on Tubi for free. It is one of the best horror films I've seen in a long, long time. And then he made X, which I can't stand. X is shit. I hated that movie. The same thing is similar, although I don't hate Hellraiser as much as I did X. The same thing, it's the same problem with David Bruckner. David Bruckner made The Night House, and I love that movie. He even did The Ritual, if I'm not mistaken, and that was a good movie, especially being on Netflix. And then he did this with Hellraiser. I'm like, now, like I said, I don't hate it as much as Ty West X, but there were some moments, especially with the ending where it was dangerously close. Cause I'm sorry, X is another one up there with Halloween ends, which is a fucking disappointment. And it's one of the worst films of this past year. I fucking hated both of those movies and that may mean these two movies are almost to the point where I don't even want to watch modern horror films anymore. I'm about to quit watching them. Like seriously. Yeah. Barbarian is the last chance because Barbarian has been talked about the Justin Long movie with Pennywise. Right. The, what's his name? Skarsgård's kid. Yeah. Uh, Bill. This, Yes, this movie is being talked upon the highest mountaintop of how it is a return to modern horror form. And it is being released on the 25th of this month in time for Halloween on HBO Max. Oh, wow. This, yes, this is the last time. If this movie fails to meet the expectations, especially for this hype, I'm done. I will quit. I'm not, I'm, I'm stating it here on this podcast. I'm writing a, like Jamie Lee wrote, she's never doing Laurie Strode again. I will never watch another modern horror film again. And I hope that's not the case because I'm actually looking forward to Scream 6 because they, unlike David Gordon Green and company with Halloween, they did a fantastic job at reinventing the Scream series. But that might not be if Barbarian ends up being fucking grot yeah
0: until jordan feels spinoff for nope
2: oh yeah hell (laughs) no oh
0: man oh all righty well from the depths of hell we go to a galaxy far far away in and i can't believe
2: i actually am having a better time with this than horror films this is what the are we in the fucking twilight zone or the upside down (laughs) are you watching Andor too yes and i'm enjoying it quite dude, a bit isn't that it last amazing episode was a fucking banger and then some
1: dude you're why telling me that? bro you're telling me
2: and i'm not even a space wizards fan and that's why i'm saying what the fuck is going on when i have to crash <laughs> horror? and i'm loving not just star wars but a marvel fucking project werewolf by night was better what the, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I yeah. mean, what the fuck? Is, this is the Twilight Zone.
0: <laughs> Andor. Um, so I didn't get to see episode five uh, last week because we were out of town with a, with a family. We were on fall break in SoCal. Um, so it was nice because I had episode five. And when I got back, I just waited a few days for episode six. And it was nice to binge those two episodes. Um, so yeah, episode five, The Axe Forgets, and episode six, The Eye. Um, the last episode, which I've yet to upload, but I'm sure by the time this is uploaded, that episode will have been uploaded where I, it was me and Kuya. Um, we were both enjoying it. He was also enjoying it. And um, it's just really fascinating to see a Star Wars series that really takes its time and even has world building where you think that you don't need to world build in Star Wars, but then you kind of do when it comes to a story like this. Uh, and that's the, that's why I even said um, from the first episode, the first uh, they uploaded. Yeah, they uploaded three. Um, we got three episodes from the from the get go. Right. Mm-hmm. It it felt like the first two episodes. I was like, it feels like Star Wars, but it's not. It doesn't feel like Star Wars. It's very different. But I, I really liked it because it was a different approach. And, again, it's really fascinating to see. Um, there's They don't even mention Jedi. They don't even mention – there's no mentions of the Force. There's here a few name drops here and there, but nothing too big or crazy. Um, so, yeah, Episode 5 and 6 was fantastic, uh, especially, of course, Episode 6. So I noticed, yeah, Episode 3 where we had – when we had Andor um getting away uh from what was his home planet from uh on Fe- ferrix was, wasn't it ferrix yes correct not his home planet but yeah the planet where he was currently staying at yeah we had the action scene there and then episode six is where we had another fantastic action sequence and uh you know chase scene fantastic all around um <laughs> my my only the only thing that i was that kind of got me thinking was like are there no droids in this imperial installation like it's just all like there'd be at least a few
1: droids right i didn't even i didn't even question that. now that you say i don't remember seeing any droids on this station that's that's, the only
0: thing i was wondering about yeah but other than that everything must have been budget cuts (laughs) (laughs) right but then you see it in the budget like when when um in the when no, the I mean eye, within
2: the Star Wars world, there must have been budget cuts on that uh that oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. with,
0: that, with all the with all the Imperial salary, like holy yeah, oh damn it's a fucking team lift it's a team lift of two people <laughs> below those things. I was like, Holy shit, that's heavy, that looks heavy as shit. Yeah. Like, damn, yeah, but yeah, everything, especially the the episode six, like what I really like about this series is that. It is a slow burn. It establishes a story. It takes its time, and it introduces you to characters that will actually make you care about them. And then when it when the shit hits the fan, when it's time to go do some action, it it delivers. Like yeah, it, it's worth the slow burn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah,
2: it actually it actually pays off, which is which I love about it. Like, and me and Kuli have talked about this multiple times already. I love a slow burn if it pays off. Right. Right. And not to re and beat on the dead horse, but that is another major reason why I hated Halloween, because it was a slow burner as well that did not pay off like Andor has been paying. And it's not just one, it's it's been multiple times this show is paying off.
1: Yeah. And like
2: I said, I'm not even a Space Wizards fan, and I'm having a great time with this show. It's insane. <laughs> It's insane how well written this show is because if the writing wasn't this good, the slow burn aspect of the show would be dog shit.
1: And see, that's, that's the thing that I think is really important because they, it's almost like they went spy thriller first star Wars second because you know, the first three episodes, you know, in my opinion, I didn't, it didn't feel like star Wars. Like it felt like it had a star Wars sweater on. (laughs) But then, but then when we got into um, what's episodes five or episodes four and five, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing some Imperials. I'm starting; it's starting to feel some Star Wars. I'm seeing Coruscant. I'm I'm feeling Star Wars. And then this last episode, when we're getting these like crazy shots, and then these like we're actually seeing like almost every bit inside the cockpit of the Tie Fighters. I'm like, this is Star Wars, hundred percent Star Wars. And so I just, but that's, that's how I've described it. I've described it as a, as a spy thriller and then Star Wars after that. And I think it's really important because a lot of people, and you know, I, I wish I could say I understand, but I don't really understand why you wouldn't like this show as a Star Wars fan. Because if you liked The Last Jedi, you were thankful that you got something new and fresh and they changed things up a little bit while I have plenty of disagreements, you already know, I'm not going to go into, but how could you say that this show is no good when they did something fresh, new, and it's grounded in the lore appropriately. I say that word appropriately with emphasis on purpose. And then they just stick the landing every time. So I don't understand why there is this underlying hate for it. And honestly, when it comes down to it, all I'm reading is ah, I'm bored. Ah, I'm falling asleep. And I'm like, I kind of get that in the, in the slower episodes, but then how can you not say, wow, that last episode really paid off all that slow, all that slow burn. It was amazing. You
2: know, I'm glad you brought that spy. Out. Maybe that's what I wasn't thinking about. Like that's actually a good analogy because this is like some of my favorite thinking about it now. That's probably why I've enjoyed this so much is because it's like some of my favorite slow burn spy movies like tinker taylor soldier spy or the good shepherd like
1: yeah yeah it's
2: got that it's not it's not a bond movie or mission impossible shit ain't blowing up every 20 like those are great but you know what else is great a nice slow burn that pays off you don't have to have shit i know we have add or fucking the attention span of a gnat's dick now (laughs) but we can get a slow burn once in a while, especially like I said, if the writing's good enough and it pays off. Like people need to grow up. Well, see that—that's the
1: thing. The slow burn of two episodes, but and like I would—I would get the complaining if it was like you know we only got like ten minutes of action. But I'm sorry, episode six, dude. My heart was pounding from beginning to end. Like I was actually <laughs> exactly. invested. Yeah, it I was, was so intense invested. all
0: the way throughout until they, that. Is- yeah.
2: There's no way you can, with a straight face, after seeing that sixth episode, go, uh, this move, this show is fucking trash. Like, it's boring. Like, right. really? Did you just, did you watch the episode we all watched? Because even a person who I know despises Star Wars, she was like, that was a banger. And that had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, eh, uh, see? See? Yep. So I just don't get, like, now we're just bitching to bitch at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but on. at the
2: same time, I understand it because they, just like the Halloween fan base, especially now after this movie, the fan base is torn completely in half. So now I don't. There's certain people within the fan base that it doesn't matter if it's blatantly good in front of their face. They're not going to give Star Wars any credit. They're mm-hmm. just not. They're just not yeah. going to do it because they have a vendetta now.
0: Yeah. Also, <laughs> when when Andor shoots Skeen right in the chest, oh. it got, it shocked me. I was like, oh, same, shit. dude. But same. at the same time, it reminded me instantly of when we were first introduced to Andor in Rogue One, when he yeah. shoots his informant. I'm like, there you go. There's the connection. And also it reminded me of like, hey, this is original Star Wars. Han shot first before yeah. George <laughs> Lucas felt a little guilty or whatever. I had to <laughs> a take conscience, you know, but and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I. I really like the I really like the characters too. Um, what's his name? Nemec. The, oh, dude. The kid, the kid who came yeah. up with it. And and um, Jester was telling me before I watched episode, uh, five about the um the dialogue about the technology. I thought that was really fascinating too.
1: Oh, when Nemec was explaining that to Andor, yeah. I thought. Yeah. See, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about with the world building because, in the dialogue, you're learning a lot. About where the the people that are grounded in this universe are actually going through, so when you're watching the other movies, you're understanding why the empire sucks, why the empire can't aim, why they just let people waltz in and out, right, right, uh, why people don't remember the Jedi. You're like, oh wow, you know what I mean? But you know, why is it in the show Andor? Dear Lord, I'll never know. Why couldn't it have been an Obi Wan or this and that? Yeah, <laughs> we can argue that all the time. But like, I'm glad. It's finally being discussed in a well-written show. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then they even mentioned that the empire, even if they, even if they fail at something, they're never gonna change. They just get because they just know that they rule overall anyway, mm-hmm. and that no one will even dare oppose them until now. They're seeing, you know, like right. there's pockets of resistance or there's uh, rebellion, and uh, I'm really liking. Uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård as Luthen, who's fantastic, even in uh, wow, he's if, having a
2: he's on a roll, man. He's the Baron. He's like, Shh. Yeah, it uh, makes me want Dune part two already. Like, that's the only thing that pisses me off. Every time I see his face, I'm like, I love you. When are we getting Doom part two? Which they're,
0: they're filming right now, right? Yeah, yep. okay, so hopefully, it is getting soon so enough. First,
2: it got pushed back. And now it's being pushed a little bit forward, so it doesn't compete with another film. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is Luthen when he when he changes his character before he arrives on court because I thought this whole time he was a senator. Right. Same. Yeah. Right. What so did
2: I? I okay. Oh, I, I didn't. Now I don't feel so dumb because I'm like, is he a senator or something?
0: Yeah, and then so, okay, it turns out he's you. just uh, he's basically uh a dealer of uh yeah. of exquisite antiquities which i don't know if you saw that jester <laughs> i'm sure you saw that the armor of star killer
1: i saw that i saw some oh yeah there's tons of stuff like i yeah. was pointing out bro it's so cool
0: yeah and that's why i was like oh, what the hell is this shit i th-
1: i think <laughs> in lore right now i think it's classified as ancient sith armor am right, I, right am i wrong about that I, I don't know i can't remember i
0: wouldn't be surprised if that's what yeah that's what it is but Just yeah, his whole character changes when he starts like changing his persona and he starts switching. And then that's why there's all those memes, like me when I'm about to clock into work. (laughs) 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 I mean, the memes are priceless. (laughs) But yeah, I the show is fantastic. But then I also realized like, you know, we wouldn't have so much appreciation, at least for those of us who enjoy the show, without having the other shows the way they were. It's the similar thing of you know, you don't get to appreciate the Dark Knight Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy without experiencing Batman and Robin with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, you know, and then like <laughs> like Superman returns, right? Everyone yeah. complained like that that was nothing. Superman punched the fucking island. And then what did Zack Snyder say? Oh, let me give you oh, you want to see Superman punch something? Oh, he's gonna punch Kryptonians, he's gonna punch Zod, he's gonna fucking punch a train, <laughs> he's gonna do all these things. So, yeah. you know, I was just like And we're basically halfway now through season one, because it is episode six. So we have six more episodes. We're going to be getting this until right the week of Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Which I'm just like, and I hope Disney and Lucasfilm and Disney and what they're doing with Marvel, it looks like with Daredevil, that has 18 episodes. It's interesting how the streaming kind of, they shrunk down their seasons, like Game of Thrones would do 10 episodes. 10 one hour uh episodes and then now actual disney plus do something
2: huh an actual hour an actual hour way. right exactly an actual not hour not this you know 40 minute shit and then 15 <laughs> minutes of credits
0: yeah and that's the, <laughs> that, and that's what i was telling jester at least with andor since it was since this first season is 12 episodes they dropped 3 right at the get go which yeah. you know even if the uh, and uh, even if the episodes were 30 minutes with three episodes you're getting 90 minutes i'm like that's fine that's what i'm
2: saying like that didn't matter because that's one thing i do appreciate that's fine that you dropped three episodes so it makes the, up the difference of short run time
1: right well honestly too i don't think the Andor would have been any form of a success if they dropped just the first episode
2: yeah they, they know oh no
1: they needed all three no, the-
2: yeah, because then the people that are bitching would have really bitched and oh, if it dude. had just been, oh God, it wouldn't have stood a chance if it had just been one episode. Yep.
1: They were smart. Well, I agree.
2: They would have been yeah. like, why do I care about Cassie and Schmandor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's fantastic. So
2: I'm yeah. enjoying hey, hey. Be excited because guess what? Now you guys are going to get the same treatment we got in Halloween with Mandalorian 3. Mando's not going to show up until the very last episode, (laughs) the last 20 minutes of the last episode.
0: That blows my mind because the marketing all throughout, because marketing is like Michael Myers right at the beginning. Yeah, it is. The the legacy in. He's breathing. That's
2: the, like, actually, I, that's why I brought it up because that's the analogy I wanted. Like, it was literally like if Mandalorian season three has Mando in there on the very last episode <laughs> in the last 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> well, it's,
2: it's absurd. It's absurd.
0: I guess that would be okay because what does Bo, Bo, Lady Bo-Katan says? Uh, He, She tells baby Grogu, she's like, did you think your dad was the
2: only Mandalorian? They're
0: going to show us all the other Mandalorians.
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, it's Grogu's show at this point anyway. Exactly. Right? Right? Uh,
0: It'll be interesting to see how, yeah, his screen time has increased ever since he was first introduced. Yeah, for sure. with,
2: with him Especially with him being busy with the last of us over there on HBO. (laughs) Oh,
0: which looks which looks great. That trailer. Yeah. That trailer looks so good, dude. It looks so good. Yeah. I agree. And that's the thing, is it's cool to see, like, okay, HBO, you got my money again. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So yeah. So from Andor, we're going to to uh, back to Westeros with House of the Dragon. So much like Andor, I also uh, did not get to see episodes seven and eight, and this season, first season of House of the Dragon, I've been watching every episode religiously every Sunday night, except of course for the last few weeks. So I binged on those last two episodes, episodes seven and eight, and my God, wow, what a what a show!
1: So is it is it over yet? It's not over, is it? They're they're saying there's two more episodes. Okay, thank God, because I was yeah. like, I, I watched the last, I think I watched last week's episode yesterday. And I was like, I can't end there. That's not cool. So I'm, I'm glad. I, for whatever reason, I read a dumb article, that I thought it was like over or something, but whatever.
0: Yeah. And of course, spoilers. Um, we uh, finally lost, uh, what's his name? King Viserys, uh, played by Patty Constantine.
1: Yeah, Paddy Con- Constantine, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he even said that he got a text message from George R. R. Martin, who said that his King Viserys on screen... Was way better than George R. R. Martin ever wrote on the book, yep. on the page, and so of course he he appreciated that that's like the highest compliment, um, and he was really fantastic. I mean, the entire cast, I think, is fantastic. It's very well done. It's very like from the get go, and to think that everyone and I remember when I was bringing it up on this on this podcast a lot of it a lot of you guys are like yeah like not really not really excited for it i yeah you know? i
1: know i was i was like this is gonna be dumb <laughs>
0: and i'm sort sure, of like yeah i mean the the general consensus after the end of uh, game of thrones from uh, 2019 the the seventh season a lot of people were turned off because a lot of things that were set up in earlier seasons did yeah. not necessarily pay off the way you know they were setting it up it's kind of like the producers we're just like, oh, yeah, let's fuck it. Let's just end the show. Well, let's end the show. Let's not give them, let's not give the fans what we set up in the beginning or the books or yeah. whatever. Like, well,
2: it also helps, unlike the last few seasons of Game of Thrones with this series, Lardass finally got off his fat fucking ass and is actually putting a hands-on approach with this and actually. Helping out the co-creator because him, yeah, George, him and the another guy co-created this. Yeah, so okay. he's actually getting off his hefty ass and putting, you know, some work in. Maybe you'll do that with another Game of Thrones book and finally in this series that people <laughs> have been asking for. But for this, for once, he's actually like he was with the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, putting his input in, and not just that, help helping with the writing and it yeah. shows It does
1: show,
2: Right, yeah. right. And I'm so glad that they kept my boy, what's his name, Rami David or whatever, I can't ever pronounce his name. I'm glad they kept his score and the main theme because I even like this opening credit scene with that music even better than Game of Thrones, especially when you're seeing the blood come through and all this other shit. And especially as it changes from week to week, you can see these subtle little changes as the show progresses. So yeah. we're actually getting effort with this shit, unlike you know Benny Benny Jerkoff and Wise or whatever the fuck their name was.
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah. So rest in peace. just like you said, gave up.
0: Rest in peace, King Viserys. Enjoy Legoland in heaven, <laughs> in Westeros heaven. You can build, you can build your Westeros buildings without having to be fucking interrupted with all this shit from your kingdom
1: (laughs) honestly that last episode was probably the probably the best episode as far as like just pure drama yeah i mean that's i'm sorry matt smith is like he is the show steal i mean it's it's tough when you have patty playing this character and then you have matt smith playing the character he's playing because they both every time they're on screen they're like it's almost like they're battling for like who can out out act the other right and then when you had this last episode. And, like, he's he picks him up and he's carrying to the throne. Yeah. And he drops oh, his crown. Shit, dude. dude, I was like, oh, what man. is this? This is so good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see Matt because he's finally, after all these years, making up for his shitty run as Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also glad
0: that they brought back his long hair because when he was short hair, I'm like, eh, I'm not really <laughs> feeling it. I like the long hair. You're you're more of a badass with the long hair. Yeah. It's, you know the battle of the when he um what was that the battle of uh, in the in the sea when oh he episode killed,
1: three when yeah. he killed
0: the crab feeder. Like oh, I remember yeah. him with that long hair flowing in the wind, like fucking like going like Fabio yeah. of Westeros. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, and then the seeing the 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 um intense scenes with the kids and they were fucking fighting
1: oh dude yeah like
0: they um what's his name because he um i can't even remember the kids kids names there's so many anyway one of them like had the rock and he was like gonna fucking kill his cousin or whatever Mm -hmm. like holy shit dude (laughs) and then of course he got his eye cut out i'm like yeah fucker that's what you get
1: (laughs) i'm like yeah (laughs) honestly though now he looks he looks like he's gonna be quite the character now that he's grown up He's well, and he's kind of reminding
0: episode. me. He's kind of reminding me of just a younger, um, a, a younger Damon almost.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm very intrigued by him. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. He I does remind me it. that.
2: I can see it with the <laughs> eye patch.
1: Yep. So I'm like, wow. Yeah.
0: Really fascinating. Really, really awesome. House of Dragon. And of course, now we're going on to M- Middle Earth. Oh, God. oh,
1: dude, you guys do not want to know what I have to say about this heap oh, of garbage. Yes, oh, I,
0: I want to know. Now, I haven't got up only, since
2: episode three. Okay. I've only seen one episode and I oh. cannot because I refuse. So I okay. cannot wait to hear what my boy, who, who so. I'll admit, Jester, you have far more knowledge on this middle earth shit than I do. So, yes, I gotta know. How'd um, you love Elven Titties?
1: Dude, I was. um. I was smothered with the uh overpriced heap of pillow for eight long episodes, man. Um
0: so that big battle that big battle was oh that-
1: but i don't want to hear jack diddley about big battle my butthole it wasn't bro. big
0: enough
2: i oh man it you know it what enough? so <laughs> i'm already loving this
1: so i so, I got, I watched episode. So, okay. I, I'm trying to like remember where I was. So, like, I was, I'm battling with my, that boring. Huh? Well, see, that's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to use the excuse of boring. I want to have a legitimate reason. And I think I've come down to a legitimate reason why I had a hard time watching it. Now, um, before I go on in this whole thing, I'm going to kind of tell you where my pacing was. Like, I was watching, I watched episodes one and then i watched episode two and i'm like yeah you know maybe maybe i'll just i'll power through i could do this i could do the i could do the three strikes you're out you know yada yada um i watched episode three and i'm like okay you know what i'm really liking i mean uh, he's driving me nuts but the elf that's played by the dude from game of thrones i think he's from game of thrones actually
0: he's not he's not he's a different guy
1: oh okay okay yeah um if you if you uh, see his name, please uh, let the audience know. But he, for crying out loud, he has been the only single thread of why I've continued watching this show. Like the only interesting character, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the 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 prince of. Uh, the Dwarven Kingdom Durin was probably the close, 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 close second of like why I kept watching this show. Are you
2: talking about Ismo Cruz Cordova? Yes, that's his. Aaron Ar- Doria or whatever. Yeah, I him. agree with that. He was the one thing that would a- actually make me want to maybe, maybe watch another episode.
1: Did he play the Elven Species? He's great. To a T,
2: man. He's I mean, that- great
1: perfection um but yeah so i you know anyway so i i got to episode six and i think i was halfway through episode six and it was like a friday afternoon and i literally like i think i said out loud like you know i got better stuff to do and i just turned it off <laughs> i was like i'm done <laughs> and then I, you know like a couple weeks go by and i think it was i think episode seven was out and then i think episode eight had just dropped and uh my uh my pop was like oh man I, I really don't know why you don't like it man I, you know like I mean did you, did you at least watch the battle scene like the big battle scene And I'm like I, I have no idea what you're talking about I was like I remember there was like this black screen and I heard a lot of screaming and stabbing and then I was like <laughs> I can't see Jack because it's so dark that was Game of Thrones oh, season did oh they, they pull the Game of Thrones season finale but like on on high alert you Know what I mean? So anyway, and he was like, Oh no, no, it's it's like a little bit past that, a little bit past that. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. All right, I, I guess
2: yeah, ciphered it up. I love it.
1: I'll I'll, I'll watch <laughs> it, you know, I'll watch it. And um, so you know, so yesterday, or no, uh yeah, yeah, so it'd be Friday. So Friday, I'm watching it, I'm watching it, and then I'm 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 still watching it. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm powering through some of this stuff, and then the show ends, and I'm like, wait, that's it? <laughs> um, I was like you know, I was like, what's his name? Uh, 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 John Travolta in uh, Pulp Fiction. Like, where, where's the battle scene you were talking about? <laughs> like, and that like, meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, the battle scene that, that, that he was talking about, they had like this, you know, like charge into Rohan kind of thing. Or they, like, for no reason, they were just like running across the yeah. field. They weren't like running into battle or anything. And then I was like, all right, that scene was, like, kind of cool. And then they just kind of, like, appear, and they appear at this battle, you know? And then a couple of the elves do, like, these really weird, like, you know, sword moves. They tried to do the the Legolas from – because because here's the thing here, – all right, here's the thing I'm going to say. At least, at least Legolas in the, the that wonderful trilogy had, like, one shining moment, you know what I mean, of, like, something crazy, like, surfing on the – the shield, and, yeah. and you know, and then, <laughs> yeah. but I guess the one like unnatural thing you can like something that, like, I would say not just unnatural, but something that would like seriously draw your attention like, whoa, what was that? Was that move that it was in slow motion and they're going to fight all the wogs in that open field. And then Legolas is like shooting in slow motion with the bow, and then all of a sudden he grabs the horse that's coming up behind him and he like flips up backwards. Yes. You know what I mean? and you're like what that's so and you hear crazy. the music <laughs> yeah exactly and then so they tried to do a couple things like that with galadriel and like she had to do a couple like
2: slide Come on the horse and like stand that
1: bitch. go upside down and like you know do this crazy like you know and i'm like that was dumb that was dumb and quick like okay the the fight scene <laughs> with <laughs> I can't dude I can't the fight scene I can with...
2: hear the rage building and gestures just, it's like Hulk, Just
1: the fight scene <laughs> with um, I can't remember that that elf's name but the only the, the oh my gosh anyway the fight scene with him and the orcs when he's captured by the orcs in that like ravine they were digging that that elf fight was fantastic very well choreographed very well done felt amazing the fight big battle thing that everyone was screaming over i just you know it was it was all right it was half of it was in the dark and you know my tv was just like just spitting sounds i didn't see anything um the stuff that i did see that was during the day it was like okay you know so i this big battle thing that everybody's talking about meh I honestly, it could have, it wouldn't have been there, and I probably would have been like okay with that. It Probably would have been fine. Probably wouldn't even remembered it, because I don't remember it now. But you know, so (laughs) so (laughs) it would have been much better if they if if they even flashed some Elvin titties. (laughs) You know, okay. So here 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 is where I will will like, I don't want to hear any of this BS. I don't want to hear that the show's woke. I don't want to hear that garbage. I don't want to hear. That there's, like, I'm sorry, I don't even know why they were like, oh, there's going to be Orc women in there. I didn't even see one. I don't even know if there was one in there. I, if they didn't tell me that, I would have never thought.
2: Never thought. How's the- because people have been creaming, especially Whoopi Goldberg. Her pussy blew out the bottom talking about her character. She's that's what got her to tell everybody to get off their ass and get a job. How's the fat black chick? Because everybody said oh, she's one of the few good parts of okay. the standouts. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So Duren's wife. I'm assuming that's who you're talking about.
2: I'm not sure. I've she, only seen pictures of her.
1: She's the I dwarven name, princess. Yeah. To, princess. To, she's married to Durin okay dude again another show stealer their relationship on screen their relationship on screen felt real (laughs) grounded and it made perfect sense and you know last podcast episode you know an eternity ago i was moaning about how the 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 female um dwarves didn't have like big long beards and i'm i'm still sticking to that i still am but you know she had, some, she had some tuft on there. Kind of like that. A little bit of like sh- uh, mutton chop patches. Uh, you know, I get it. I like that. But just her dialogue with Durin and, and everything else that when she was on screen, it was really well written, really well done. So I, I personally really liked her character a lot.
2: So she's pretty good as an overall character. I yeah. would
1: say every, everything, everything with the dwarves was 100% amazing. Okay. Um, about 90 to 80% of stuff with the elves. I wanted to blow my brains out. Um, the, 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 whatever it's called, the the kingdom of man. I don't remember what it's called. Oh my gosh. It's going to drive me nuts, but you know, a sealed door and all that, um, that <laughs> really bothered me a lot. I just, his character was just annoying. It was kind of hard for me to see him as this, future king that ends up cutting off saron's fingers you know and um, uh, yeah I, I'm not gonna dive into spoilers because I mean I doubt you guys are gonna watch this but
2: I'm not because I got honestly I got through this like half of the second episode I'm like and a big part of it is glad you I can't stand that bitch. she's obnoxious like so, I, I, I I wanted an axe to go through her skull
1: so that's the thing I I'm gonna defend her in the sense that she she plays a good Kate Blanchett, but there's something about her that I find extremely annoying, and I think it was, somebody said it like she talks out of the side of her mouth or something like that, and I don't know if that's it, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just like the charisma or something that she like oozes off screen that I just don't like.
2: Well, after I saw her doing Neo Matrix moves in the first episode right. to get snow, snow goblins or whatever, yeah.
1: I, yeah, I
2: was like, okay, this is Lord of the Rings, right? Not the fucking Matrix.
1: Well, see, that's like, the we thing. We get
2: it, I, Trinity. We I didn't get,
1: get. I didn't get how like the the cave troll that they fought in uh, the mines of Moria. As, like, this, they were like, they fought their balls off trying to kill it, and then all of a sudden Galadriel could just clap it in one hit. That's, like, what, I'm right.
2: That's what I'm talking about. In the minds of Moria, when they did it in the movie, they, Frodo almost died. Right. She comes in and just goes, Hold my beer, pussies. I'm going to do what you can, and just pulls off these Trinity Matrix moves, and practically, oh, she, you might as well just had her go in and go, and blow him down and then be done with it because she's that.
1: No, powerful. I completely agree. And I, I don't want
2: it. I get it. I get it. I am woman. Hear me roar. I get it. I fucking get it. <laughs> and see, that's there, the thing. There, there's, there's, and I know it's a fantasy, but there's, there's a line between badass over the top and just like, okay, even for Lord of the Rings, right. this is fucking ridiculous nonsense. Right.
1: And I don't want to hear no, like, like dissing my analogy here. Uh, Legolas was in there, so there was an elf in there, and he was fighting along with them just the same, you know. Blah 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 blah, whatever exactly anyway, that beside the point. They had this like in the last episode, they had the massive like twist of like, oh, this is Seron, and this is so and so. No giving away, no spoilers, you know, and I'm like whoa who cares i like whatever (laughs) you know congratulations you figured it out like okay and then like when they you know predictable when they finally made the three rings for the elves and they placed them on the table
2: (laughs) i love that narration
1: i i'm like huh those don't like look the same let me let me just do a quick google image search Elven rings from Lord of the Rings the Fellowship of the Ring directed by Peter Jackson. Wow, they don't even look the same.
2: Well, you they got, these guys that. got their rings from Party City and you know, Peter Jackson, <laughs> oh man. They got it from Wish.
0: They ordered from Wish, not Amazon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord Bezos, I figured like with this massive budget of like the most expensive show ever made, you could have done something a little better with the storytelling and pacing. Dear Lord, I you know, I made all my arguments in the previous ep- like previous episodes that we did when we were talking about the show when it first started. Like, you know, it it has redeeming qualities. I don't want to completely just sit over the toilet and take a dump on it. I just, <laughs> I, I just, it has moments where like, you know, I really like that. You know, like that was really good dialogue. You know, that was that was a nice piece of storytelling. And then they just come out of here and they backhand you with the metal glove, and it's like. Why did you do that? That made no sense, or that was boring, or we could have skipped this. We could have skipped this full thirty minutes, and I think I would have been okay. I don't. I didn't even need that. It's like, it's like they made an extended edition just to make it an extended edition instead of like. So it's to a hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the hobbit just unnecessary story that they like threw Battle in there the five
2: armies. Mm-hmm. It's just because we just had to con- we had to drag out the story well i take that back it's halloween ends <laughs> we had to yeah. make a third one because the money was too good
1: so you know and um i will say something though that i think you guys are gonna get a kick out of so the the m&m looking broad <laughs> i've um, been
2: waiting for this.
1: spaghetti <laughs> mom's spaghetti all right so she was she was like i didn't even expect what she was so it's a woman It yeah it is
0: oh wow okay yeah um, i thought it was a guy
1: it was a very I intense thought. looking woman <laughs> yeah. very intense um I, I didn't i didn't know what she was and then when she revealed herself i was like oh like all right but then they just got like winded away you know and i was like okay <laughs> that was cool like just showing them here and there the past three episodes for them to just get smacked you know wow. um so you know it's they wasted their time on characters that didn't really need to be like oh huh. like, um oh my gosh what's a perfect example of this the uh the the halflings not the halflings but you know like the hobbits before their hobbits yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, episode yeah yeah so they could have cut all that out and it wouldn't it would have been fine you would have been like oh cool didn't need all uh-huh. that random story and stupid timeline wasting. Could have gone on with the rest of the stuff.
2: I'm Ooh. looking up a picture of her. She looks like a fucking bargain bin Lady Gaga, like in this <laughs> in this picture.
1: Oh no, dude. She she is like unhealthy skinny. Like unhealthy yeah, it's skinny.
2: Creepy. Like she looks like the fucking crypt keeper. It's disgusting, right? Like, yeah. Eat she, she's intense. a meal once in a while, girl. She is intense I know they got food in New Zealand. She is <laughs> <laughs>
0: i can't remember no. what episode that was maybe two or three that um galagio is right is on horseback riding a horse
1: yeah in the, and in then the sand.
0: and then it goes slow-mo and i'm like
1: for no nice? reason
0: she's smiling she's like all oh, happy i'm like i guess
1: yep that, that's a that's a waste of a 30 second slow-mo clip that i couldn't I mean, get back it looks
0: gorgeous that looks absolutely gorgeous it does but like uh, why
1: <laughs> because this has got to be the most expensive film ever made, and we have to because rub your Amazon little noses up. in it. <laughs> yeah, you have to shove would- your face into every frame and just waterboard you with all this money we put in the show. But you know what? The writing, and eh. you know, just 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 lay back and take your time with the writing. If it doesn't make any sense, that's okay. That's all right. You know I mean? I only I know you only took a chapter out of the Silmarillion and we're going to stretch it super long into however long we want to make this series. And that's okay. We'll take our time. Nobody will care if we just make up stuff here and there willy nilly. It's fine.
2: fine. And that's why I kind of wish Kuyu was here right now because he's not going overboard, but there's moments in the private chat where he's like coming in his buddy Lee Dungarees over this show. And it's like, (laughs) Yeah, because is, no, really, is it really that good?
1: Well, see, here's here, for what
2: it is. It's actually pretty damn good. And like there's moments where you can see the semen pop through his pants because it's like, <laughs> okay, it can't be that good. And see, this is this is where I will
1: say this. This most likely is a me thing. Now, I I am really attached to the original trilogy, um, and and what Peter Jackson did with that with with the budget that man had and you know i in my opinion i've been noticing that honestly i don't think it's appropriate that you take my judgment and then go okay then i won't watch the show or i will watch the show i think that in this situation regardless of whatever kind of fan you are of lord of the rings i think i think you need to give it the the waterboarding treatment for 8 for 8 hours cuz that's what it is 8 hours of of this show and decide for yourself if you can't make it through i completely understand and you did better than i did but <laughs> just 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 decide for yourself I, i'm going to tell that to everybody that if you're listening decide for yourself don't be jaded going into it I, that's something i really tried not to do i really tried my hardest not to be jaded by all the comments and the reporting and this and that just go in and expect nothing. And maybe you will like it. My parents are very, very massive Lord of the Rings fans. I mean, my mother for crying out loud, she has like almost five different versions of the same books of different, you know, this, Mm -hmm. and she got, she got like the collector's edition of this and that. And she doesn't buy any collector's edition stuff like nothing but Rings, yeah exactly so like and she loves this show she's loving it and yeah there's th- some of the characters she's like all right this whatever <laughs> this is whatever but she loves it and me i just i can't can't get myself to do it so you know I, that's why i say i think i think it really depends on the viewer i don't think i don't think it's a it's appropriate to listen to somebody uh, review it, and then go, okay, I'm going to decide to watch it or not. I think you should just watch it for yourself.
2: Yeah. And that's, me and you have a similar view with how, like how you are with Lord of the Rings. That's how I feel about Halloween. That's why I kept off the review that don't not go see Halloween in because there are a group of people that are loving this movie. It's just when you have a certain attachment to something that you've been in love with, and you know in your mind how certain things should go, you're like I'm good. If if other people like it that's fine but I'm good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah.
2: Cuz I don't like I don't like bashing as something. If I hate it that's fine and that's my business. But I'm not going to go right. out and go out of my way to make sure that everybody else has a miserable time, especially if there's not. a possibility especially if there's a possibility that they will highly enjoy it.
1: Right. And I think I think that this Rings of Power show has the potential for an, a really good audience of, of viewers that like Lord of the Rings that that will like it. I, I had a talk with my friend. He asked me today. He's a massive Lord of the Rings fan. He's like, so what do you think? I'm like, and I gave him the same rant I just gave you guys. And yeah. at the end, I was like, I was like, I hate to say it, but like, don't you need to watch it for yourself and and be yeah. open because i think there are things that you will like about it and i and i can't stress this enough i am tired of the woke argument complaining about because they see a black guy in a show or this or that that it's woke this show has no aspects of wokeness in it you know even even pinhead's argument of like the the i am woman hear me roar i didn't get that like that vibe that they were just jamming it down my throat it was just like that's who the character was at that time in this time frame, And I got over that. It's like, okay, that's who she is. And she, she learned lessons along the way. It wasn't like she was just like plowing through everybody. She learned lessons. So
2: that's why I'm kind of intrigued to watch them a, a little bit more. If we dial back the Trinity matrix moves, because I'm sure in, in any aspect of the lore in Tolkien's lore, they're never, <laughs> Plugged into the Matrix and learned Kung Fu like that. (laughs) So if we can dial that, I don't even care about, even if there was an aspect of, you know, I'm being a little asshole, but even I wouldn't care. Like, even if they hammered the Iron Woman Hear Me Roar, just dial back the fucking Matrix moves. This isn't John Wick.
1: It's Elvin Fu, (laughs) middle of style. Yeah, Elvin. (laughs) And honestly, it, it is a beautiful it's a beautiful show to watch visually i mean the orcs were done so well oh, they look so good. well and you know them explaining kind of how the orcs came about i felt was a little rushed but it was nice to get that information in a way that i wouldn't have expected to get it and there's just visually speaking there are things that are really really impressive but i feel like that was too much the primary focus instead of focusing on serious character development. And because at the end of the day, I don't care about anybody. I I really don't. I care about Duran in his current position. And I care about the alpha that I'm talking about that I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name.
2: I did a rod or whatever his name is. Yeah.
1: And, and it's, it's only because those two characters And those actors that portrayed them did so well at bringing Lord of the Rings to the screen. I mean, for crying out loud, I bet their back's broken for how much they've been carrying the entire series, you know? So (laughs) it's just, yeah, that's my two cents. So Ismael Cruz Cordova plays Aaron Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great character, man.
2: I oh, like my better, but we'll go without. that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, so from Middle Earth, we go back to the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe. Oh, dear Lord, are we talking about She-Hulk right now?
0: So, I still have Please, not watched. No. Nothing has compelled me, but of course, I've been seeing the spoilers. So, I've just been, like, tuning in and, like, looking at the memes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> interesting, cool.
1: Wait, so the but finale nothing... the finale was Wednesday, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, we so got... I... I haven't I skip watched it yet. Right,
2: right to the, well, I skip right to that because we all know who's appearing in that episode. and so with
0: that, I and that's why I also wish Queer was here. <laughs> so I would do love I to genuinely get his reaction because if I look like that with that fucking haircut as the son of the Hulk, holy shit, I'd be raging too.
1: Oh, so the, wait, that that's the Hulk's kid. That's the Hulk's kid,
0: Scar.
2: From who from who? Who's he plowing?
0: That's a good question. Who indeed? <laughs>
2: It could be Matt Murdoch's bastard child.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> At this point, the writing is so quick.
1: inept, and just the whole "Hey guys, here's my son." Oh my god. gosh, I didn't know that. That's what it was. <laughs> oh my god!
0: But then that's why they're saying now that it's setting up a World War Hulk movie or series. Who knows?
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, but
0: I don't know. You, you think you could have been, made it a little bit more exciting in introducing the son of the Hulk? I don't know. Maybe. Not only that, we
2: only asked for World War Hulk, you know, a few years ago, and you didn't yeah. give it to us. So why so, now?
0: I'm I'm really curious to see to find out Kuya's reaction to this.
2: I am now too, because you I'm know, gonna,
0: oh boy, I'm just like, mm, okay, I guess. <laughs> So, yeah, and then uh, Werewolf by Night, I have not checked out yet. I will, I will definitely check out. What? Um, I it's interesting that, because it's not getting as much marketing as the other Marvel stuff has. When, in I fact, know, a lot of, of, of people have been raving own. about it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and this is Giacchino's, like, first foray into actual filmmaking because he yes. said he's always wanted to be a filmmaker. Yes. Like music, he loves music, but that was always supposed to be a side gig for him. His passion is filmmaking. He's finally doing it. And as a first, even for a 50 cent, 56 minute short story, it's a fucking knockout of the park. He buried Bonds in his prime. Like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire couldn't hit heat like this. So I don't understand. But we're talking about She-Hulk all the time—an inept, grot-written piece of dog shit. We gotta talk about that all the time. And *Werewolf by Night* is cricket. And, I and with it.
0: the fact that you te- you were telling me that *Werewolf by Night* is pretty violent.
2: It is for for, and I like I said because they get away with it because it's in black and white. But for a Marvel film, this movie is violent. It's more violent than *Halloween*.
0: It sounds like Michael Giacchino would be a good transition for the uh, production of Blade, which is now stalled
2: because the director oh, left. Me. That would be fantastic. Right? The director left. I didn't even think about that with Fuck Buck leaving out for Blade. He after you know what, Mike. That's oh please make it so well, because he would be a perfect transition because he'd get a feature film and he has already proven just by this small film that he can do horror and he's not a complete fuckwit. Yeah, that's
0: a he, fuckwit.
2: Knows, he knows he it felt like old universal monster movies. Like that's what it's like in the trailer. Shit. Yeah. He knows his shit.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome. God,
2: I didn't even yeah, think I about don't... that. That's right.
0: I don't know why they don't give it to him. Uh, I don't hello? either.
1: <laughs> Probably because everything underneath the sun with that current production is just absolutely garbage. It's everything's going. Everything's falling apart. There's disagreements here and there. Nobody knows what they want to do. And the fact that the director left tells me that, like, he wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do. And he's like, All right, I'm out. And rehearsal, so Ali, once, I
2: guess. Yeah. Ali wants to quit.
0: Yeah, I guess Does he's he really? not happy with the script.
2: Yeah, he's not mm. happy, and I heard in an article like he want he was close to walking. Just leave
1: and don't settle. This is why we well, get She Hulk. I mean,
2: when you're locked into a contract, it's easier said oh, than done. I know, I know. Because just... the other guy didn't want he had to be given dos Boot because of you know creative differences. We always use that excuse. Yeah, The so, director probably wasn't getting his vision listened to and he told Feige and Marvel to go suck a lemon. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean... And that's why he's no longer on now. And that's, yeah.
0: that's the thing. Like, I have not seen... Well, before I saw the, the last two episodes of House of the Dragon, I'd already seen some memes. I've already seen some spoilers and yet I'm still compelled to watch it because it's House of the Dragon. And yet for She-Hulk, I see the memes, I see the spoilers and I'm like... Uh, Okay. It doesn't compel me to like trust wow, me, Mike Brother. Watch
2: you ain't missing shit.
1: You're not missing anything. I, I told Mike this all the time when I was like at work or whatever. I was like, Yeah, today's episode was that her yeah. her name got stolen. And then like she didn't like her name before, but now that it got stolen, like a toddler, she was like, You know, I want it back. And then so she goes to court and then she has this whole argument. And then at the end of the episode, they're twerking. And then you're like, wow, this is where Marvel's come to. Um, Yeah, it's definitely because incels don't like a woman in power. It's not because the writing's really bad.
2: Yeah, it's not because the writing's absolute grok. I totally forgot. She continues to try and pull out her inner Deadpool while looking at the camera in a very inept way going, hey, guys, reasons. Am I right,
1: dude? It is <laughs> the worst fourth wall breaking and the most lazy aspect
2: to it that I've ever seen. It's, but and it's, I hate this because I love her. She she she's a fantastic actress. Orphan Black is one of the most underrated shows of all time, but her talent is not shown in this because the writing is so inept and boring. So I don't, like, I've never yeah. seen such terrible writing. So I can't blame it on Tatiana because. She had great writing in Orphan Black, and all those seasons from start to finish were fantastic. That means it's the writing and creator of She Hulk who's fucking terrible at her job.
1: Let's see, that's the thing. She is a good She Hulk, but the story is so bad.
2: And exactly. Honestly, the when you look at dialogue cringe?
1: The, when you look at it, there's really like no story. It's just like, there isn't. My adventures the as a lawyer
2: exactly there's no story there and the story that is there is fucking cringe you yeah. know yeah. I, I my adventures as a lawyer or who can I fuck next because and the constant is Captain America a virgin or isn't he and constant, <laughs> the, the shit with Captain America gets old real fucking quick
1: Well, we definitely know she's not a virgin because I mean she was tapping oh, everything know, that moved in that show she almost had
2: death by snoo snoo a couple of times <laughs> You know <laughs> what a treat that was, and, and I can speak oh, on it because man. I went well past the three college try episode.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and I was by episode five, I was like, I've had a fucking enough. I don't even care when Daredevil comes, Matt Murdock. You can suck my dick at this point <laughs> because this show fucking sucks
1: well i I will tell you that mad murdoch did indeed come and then he had a uh (laughs) he had a walk of shame there at the end he did he almost
2: almost got death by snoo snoo as well yeah because (laughs) we we can't we can't he he has a great story in the episode yes once again we can't Get through an episode without hearing about how desperate jennifer is to drop the panties and fuck the blind lawyer from hell's kitchen we fucking get it you're a horny muscular big green bitch we get it we get it higher than your cousins we get it
1: what made me laugh in that episode was like i i think i audibly said out loud like ah oh, you know what this episode needs? Some more sex in it, and then like sure enough, like he's she's like staring Jennifer at him. turned super to the hard. fourth
2: wall and said, "Jester, you got it, buddy. We're gonna go right into it.
1: <laughs> So oh,
2: infantile. Dude. It's infantile <laughs> bullshit. And I mean, she's worse than
1: Iron Man, man. She's it's, so it's worse.
2: No, she really it's,
0: is. That they're so and and we thought the Eternals we got a sex scene there
2: oh that shit ain't nothing compared to jennifer walter the exploits of jennifer (laughs) walters and her fuck buddies that's what it should should have just been called she hulk fucks the town because that's all it's about they spend more time in her bedroom and her fucking trying to do death by snooze than they do in the courtroom and this is supposed to be jennifer harvey bird girl attorney at law
1: See, but was, it's more about,
2: you know, yeah. how many people she can notch on her She-Hulk belt and fucking do oblivion.
1: And that's the bummer too, because, like, you know, there was aspects in the show, uh, Daredevil, that was running on Netflix, that when they were in the courtroom and they were doing court scenes, it was really well done. And, like, you were invested in those scenes, like, for example, with Punisher and all that stuff. But then a show that... It was
2: earned. Exactly. It was earned. It was earned.
1: And then it's like, she... she's in the courtroom scenes that she's in it's like it's it feels like i'm in a child's playhouse and it's it's nothing really matters and like nothing has weight to it and the whole like randomly like oh my name i don't like it and then oh now i do because somebody else took it just seems childish and dumb and like i don't know i don't know why is they're childish. championing or there was it called um championing it i don't know that's not the right word Uh, poor word poor choice of words forgive me but like they're like rooting for it they're like okay with her being the way she is
2: and like she's a woman And and I wanna state this now because I can already hear the misogyny thing, because it has right. been said for naysayers. It has, yeah. It has nothing to do with her being a woman. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. I hate this the same way I hated David DeCuffney's Californication, because instead of writing story, it's literally about a show, about a guy, how many belts he can, how many conquests he can have, how right. many fuck buddies he can have, and the other parts of the story are side. This is the same with Jennifer. I don't care. I don't care. I care about her powers yes i do like the court i would love more because i'm a law and order fan but my biggest concern is her powers and who she is as a fucking career woman in a fucking courtroom right. i don't care about how many people can eat her green box i don't care how many polls she can jump on i don't care and i damn sure don't care about daredevil being introduced in so he can have a 10-minute great moment just to be put on the sideline as the next blind lawyer from hell's kitchens jennifer's fuck buddy i don't <laughs> care i don't care
1: honestly that was the only good like courtroom scene too because it showed It was. i feel like <laughs> that was the only that was the only episode where it showed her true talent as a lawyer going against somebody like murdoch and i thought i liked that but that was the really it took you seven episodes
2: you're right jester but at the same time it shows how inept the writer is because it shows how terrible of a lawyer she is because he (laughs) came in there and wiped the floor with her with basic fucking Mm, shit you learn in in year one law school and she's supposed to be this highfalutin high top of the line of she was specifically chosen by the old fuck from the main firm in all of the city to be his right-hand woman. Yes, it was a facetious reason, but she has to have some kind of intellect to even get the job. Well, of that course. was the running joke of why the dumb, the, the Playboy lawyer who is a piece of shit, we even got an episode of it when he got tricked fucked by an elf, by an old senior citizen elf, yeah she's supposed to be in that law firm next to the guy who that's another running joke he he's a playboy but he's not she's supposed to be the most competent lawyer and that even fails because the writer fails at her job
1: and that's the other thing they nobody's nobody's talking about like they pulled another ralph boner and I think I talked about it in one of the episodes. Oh, but like,
2: I didn't even think about that Johnny one.
1: Blaze, <laughs> the magician that's so incompetent, he got kicked out of the sorcerer supremes, like you know, own training thing. But let's call him Johnny Blaze, the same name of Ghostwriter. Let's like really just jab into the
2: side of those fans
1: because it's funny. And,
2: and with that being said, also I agree with you on that point because you know your writing's terrible when you have to keep calling back to a better show in the Sopranos throughout the whole whole movie. Over and over and over just, you know, as a sight gag for what's his name to, you know, he keeps getting ruined for It means that your writing isn't as good as the Sopranos. That's why you keep calling back to it.
1: It's bad. It's like, it's it's childish really bad like it's unfortunate <laughs> i you know it's
2: It's infantile i feel stupid. like
1: the twerking for me sealed the deal as in like wow oh. this, is, this is where they've gone you know and i get it was an after credit scene but it's like wow like do you as a character really think that little of yourself like I, like i don't know I, I i get it you can have fun but like i under but the show is supposed to be a comedy and i just didn't think it was funny
2: yeah, and that's my know. point. Like, it's fine to have fun, but when your entire show, over and over and over, is infantile kindergarten shit, when you get to the fun infantile kindergarten shit, it's not cute anymore.
1: Right. It's not even funny, man.
2: It is. Really it's not funny at all. If you've done that your whole show and it's all like, I can take infantile humor when we do it from time to time, but when it's every single episode throughout every episode's runtime. When you get to the infantile shit that's supposed to be a part of the gag, it's not the baby's not then you gotta throw the baby out with the bad bathwater because <laughs> it's not cute anymore.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There's just there's just too many things about that show that just struggle. I mean, that that show should be called She Hulk the Struggle Bus because it's uh-huh. fighting <laughs> it is fighting so hard to be what it's not. Well,
2: it's too it's too focused on we gotta show them we gotta show them what are you showing us that you're just as inept as men are like, <laughs> really
1: yeah I don't know man whatever this is I, bad. I, hate,
2: I think the show's fucking trash. it's the worst show of the year there's, there's, have... there's nothing that, that even the rings of power cannot be this bad
1: well that's what's so funny is like what was it? I think i I think I read the tomato score yesterday it was 83 84 critics and then 38 audience
2: (laughs) score i was gonna say that's the crack rock wow
1: (laughs) yeah dude it's like that that's pretty that's a pretty big difference my guy and it's not because you know it's getting review bombed i i i'm sure it was getting review bombed there at the end but there's no way that everyone's still even paying attention and still review bombing i just think it's is genuinely bad and that's unfortunate to say like i i really wanted her to be super jacked and like be a really good character and i think the girl that they picked to play her is a good she hulk so if she comes back
2: the problem it's her writing that she's no given
1: exactly and if she comes back into a movie and she's been giving better material i think she can be a really good character but just in her own show and i love how they're like oh we'll show you guys we'll throw more money at it and make season two it's like dude nobody asked for that Uh, no nobody wants it you know i mean it's okay you can you can just finish it now just do something else
2: and to that 83 percent, it doesn't help that uh on sci-fi wire recently which is a huge place for especially that era of people uh one of the critics let the shit drop and i'm sure he won't be working much more but he let the tea spill about how yeah sometimes we got to play ball and we got to admit that a show is better than it really is. So we can continue right. to get invited to Marvel's big ass premieres. And she's ah. like, even, even the interviewer was like, Oh, excuse me. What are you talking about? And he's like, Yeah, sometimes we got to play ball with a show we know is inept and not very good to to keep certain people at peace. Like he said, there'll be a time where I will put my foot down. I do it. But sometimes he his exact words were, you got to play ball so you can continue to go to these big premieres. I was like spoken like Grace Randolph and John Campion. Good Uh, job. Makes sense, man. It makes sense. Oh, man. Fucking sell out pieces of shit. That's why I longer and that's even reaffirms why I don't trust and hate Rotten Tomatoes. This was a guy who works for Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, oh. it was pathetic. And the tomato sauce thickens. Yep. (laughs) Couldn't believe I heard that on Sci-Fi Wire. I was like, if that's true, that probably is. But you shouldn't be putting that out in the atmosphere, dummy. I mean, you want to keep your job i mean it kind
1: of just confirms what we already know though you know but now we just know the reason
2: but at least it's being confirmed by one of their fucking sellout lackeys yeah for sure
0: yeah for sure well less than a month until black panther wakanda forever i'm looking forward to that one
1: yeah that looks good man i namor looks fantastic it actually looks like a really good it looks like a good marvel film that's Back to the roots of like. I think it's, it's
0: it looks like top tier Marvel. even it does for that first trailer. It's not fucking
2: like, time, man.
1: No dumbass
0: jokes. All fantastic visuals. Mm-hmm. In- intense, and you know everyone already knows we're gonna we're gonna finally get my girl you
2: know, re I can't wait.
0: What happened to uh um T'Challa? They're gonna explain it somehow. So there's already an emotional. You know there's already such a huge emotional.
2: Uh, investment there, as far as yep. everything
0: is concerned. So, and we get to
2: see the debut of Ironheart, my girl Riri Williams. I cannot yeah. wait. Which that
0: I know that show they're they're currently filming right now as yeah, well. Yeah, I heard Indeed. about
2: that because I heard about you know especially Sasha Baron Cohen could be Mephisto confirmed.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah,
2: they announced two big announcements that Harrison Ford could end up replacing William Hurt's yes. character as Red Hulk. And they're I saying that that I saw. it is very...
1: Uh-oh, did we lose him? I think he froze, yeah. That's Uh-oh. okay, he'll come back in a second. Yeah, so
0: yeah, um Harrison Ford possibly could be cast as um Gen- General Thunderbolt Ross as the Red Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty big. That would be huge if they if Marvel got Harrison Ford. Yeah, the we guy did. who's not really into well, not really into franchise movies. Oh, there you go. Are you back, Finhead
2: Well, I was like it froze on my end, and that was okay. Well, what it. were you saying? I missed it.
0: No, you, you were mentioning um, Harrison Ford possibly may get cast as General Thunderbolt yeah, that- Loss.
2: Yeah, and I was like, "That's what I hear." Where I now I get, yeah, I'm like, I thought you hated franchises. That, exactly. Age, like, like he I hate you, that like, they, well, not hate well, that money. Disney. Yeah, check. I was gonna say Kevin must have dropped that big ass bag because.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like one more, one more before I finally retire. Because <laughs> he said, he said Indiana Jones for Indiana Jones Five at D23 um uh weeks ago. He said that this is the last time I'm going to fall down for you. The
1: dude's 80. Of course, if he falls down again, he'll explode.
0: And and I guess for the Red Hulk, I mean, you could easily... He's going to have a stunt double. He's just gonna do it, you know, when he just needs to act all intense and angry and pissed off. Maybe he'll just he do just always, he's always that anyway. Yeah,
2: from what it, what it sounded like, he's not even gonna do the motion cap like fucking Ruffalo yeah. does. He's just gonna do... And people are already doing the meme like what he'll look like, and some of them actually look really damn good. I'm yeah. like, I hope so. Yeah. The more intriguing factor is Sasha, though, because I don't know much about Mephisto, but they're like acting like they're trying to work that in the iron heart story for that series the way it was the way the article talked which it was like hollywood reporter which is a reliable source um Mm -hmm. i was like that's interesting but from what they're saying and their sources they're saying that kevin Feige is really adamant about him being mephisto if
1: you're you're bringing in mephisto you got to bring in ghost rider i feel like the two are bread and butter
2: Who's gonna play him? Nick Cage again? Like
1: supposedly, uh, um, they were saying Keanu Reeves may get Ghost Rider. I heard about that. And what's his name from um Walking Dead? I don't know if um, I like that. What's his name from Walking Dead? Oh, the guy
2: Dean. Dean,
1: Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, apparently he's in oh, the, in the oh, roster. Oh,
2: comedian.
1: No, the um, he's he's the long-haired dude. Oh my gosh, what's his name? He's the biker-looking guy. In, oh,
2: Norman Reedus. Daryl. Yeah
1: yep norman wow
2: okay the Ooh. okay yeah i think i'm a little over daryl though thanks to my grandmother and the walking dead but that's no knock on him i guess i mean he already rides a motorcycle all over the fucking city anyway yeah on and off instead of walking dead so why not well you know
0: who's going to be really happy if mephisto's finally coming to
2: yeah, yeah that's you. why i wish he was here i wish he was here right
0: now well not just that kuya and soups soups our boy soups <sighs> really
2: you know what's
1: funny is like that guy is just still he's still like heavy breathing over everything marvel it's like oh, dude yeah. how do you how, can you, you, could, you could take a breath dude. you know a nap is good sometimes refuel <laughs> like refuels and rege, regenerates your oxygen levels and yeah it's okay you can take a breath
0: <laughs> all righty well that's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One more stop. Back to the DC Uh-oh. Universe. Oh, shit. The DC Universe. We're Brown the Adam. Adam. There's this right. yes. There's this little movie called Black Adam that's coming out finally after, you know, so long. When The Rock was first announced to play Black Adam, the movie finally comes out and
2: the experts are- on the 21st. Well, the experts are already projecting this is going to be a box office bomb. Really? With The Rock? Yeah, like I read somewhere. On, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Entertainment Tonight, when it came out, it was like, they talked to somebody on Forbes. And I was like, with The Rock, they're like, they're projecting this is going to be one of the biggest box office bombs. I'm like, with The hmm. Rock?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I Skyscraper was like an all-time box office hit it with, you know, the theater. So like, of course, why wouldn't it? You know, do terrible, just like that movie, Skyscraper. He was in, or or Rampage, or well, or Jungle Cruise. There is, or, uh... but
2: Jungle Cruise was shit, and I can <laughs> say that because I my, my grandmother had to see it. So, or
1: San Andreas. I'm sorry, I keep going. How many movies there, has he done?
0: There is a Hail Mary here. I don't know Hail if Mary. you guys have already heard of it, because The Rock did talk about it
1: at the yeah. premiere
0: on he was Thursday basically
1: night. oozing it out dude poor guy couldn't keep it together
0: <laughs> and i was like you couldn't wait at least till the week of the movie or i don't know a few days after <laughs> no, no, so he after. was just like
1: please watch the movie i know that like you know i can't say who's gonna be in it but like someone's gonna be in it and it's like <laughs> well, welcome feel? home <laughs> yeah but yeah he'll be at home and like you know i, I henry 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 I, I oh, you, man. Oh, oh my bad my bad i'm not supposed to say that so
0: oh. fi- and uh, when i first heard it i'm like i don't want to get too excited because it might be just some fucking asshole who's, like starting up rumors but supposedly they already had premieres in mexico and and of course thursday night all over twitter i have not seen the scene yet because i want to save save it for actually seeing the movie which i will see it on friday Um on the 21st, because I figured, hey, while the kids are at school, I can catch an early screening of Black Adam. Because I've actually, even without the uh confirmed appearance of Henry, even if he wasn't going to be in it, I was already see it anyway because I like the characters. I've always been interested in Black Adam, Dr. Fate, Hawkman. And then, of course, you've got Adam Smasher and Cyclone, who I'm not very familiar with, but I'm like, hey, it's the JSA. I'm cool with it. I want to check it out. I've been hearing about The Rock wanting to play this role and how he's obviously been committed to it because he's been working on it. So, yes, finally, Henry Cavill will be back officially as Superman. Um, there is an end credit scene at the end of Black Adam. Uh, and it's a very quick scene. And the music that they use is the famous John. It's a hint of the John Williams theme, Mm. which really really bothers me and irks me because I'm like, that's not Henry Cavill Superman's theme. Hans Zimmer made a great score and made a great theme, and that doesn't really work. But you know,
2: but for treason, just told Hans to go fuck himself. Like,
0: (laughs) but that's the thing, though. For some reason. Superman fans are like, it needs to be the John Williams theme. But wait a minute, whenever we get a new Batman, doesn't a new Batman get a new theme? Like Robert Pattinson has his own theme. Oh, that's right, Ben Affleck's Batman has his own theme as well. He didn't. They didn't uh, demand that he use uh, what's his name. Uh, oh my God, the '66 uh, Batman's theme. Oh yeah, right. Oh, but then again, I stand myself corrected. Yeah, no, any Danny fucking Elfman, who couldn't just, you know, who had to just jerk himself off for the Justice League cut, had to insert the 89 Batman theme for Batfleck, you know, a hint of it. And same with the Superman theme as well, you know. But I whatever. I think, I understand. What do, I what
2: understand. do they, what are these so-called Superman fans care? They don't like Henry Cavill anyway, so what does it, it matter to them?
1: Right. And so that's the thing like I I understand your frustration Mike I just think I'm going to I'm going to just for argument's sake I think that the reason why people hang on to that Superman theme so much is that it became iconic like the jaws theme and like the star wars theme it oh, became yeah. something so much more than just a random theme for a hero it was like the pinnacle of heroism and then everybody it was just so iconic you know what i mean even new generations have heard it because of how iconic it is and while i agree it shouldn't be with a different superman um but i don't mind them playing with it you know what i mean
0: right right
1: right so yeah
2: and, and i agree, no, I, I, agree to, I agree to that <clears throat> point but at the same time it also undermines the point because now you're just using that iconic theme to get member berries and get asses yeah, in the yeah. that's the only reason why you're doing it you're i not agree with doing that because you genuinely respect the fucking lineage and legacy you're doing it because you want to get asses and seats so how does that work at the end of the day oh, then?
1: i agree with that
2: 100 i do
1: right so,
0: but anyway, you know what? Either way, I'm just like, whatever. I, and again, I want to make myself clear. I love the John Williams classic theme. Like you said, it's iconic. I mean, it's by John Williams, right? So uh, either way, it's for me, it's still a big win and I appreciate and I have much more respect for The Rock and the new leadership because he even came out and said the old Warner Brothers leadership for six years, they were fighting to get Henry Cavill appear as Superman in Black Adam. The old leadership of Warner Brothers did not want that, did not want to make it happen. It's because of David Zaslav and the new leadership that they finally allowed things to happen. So, And The Rock fought for it, his producer, his manager, all, all these uh, you know uh, people that were working behind the scenes. He confirmed it in one of the red carpet interviews. So I really appreciate that because now he's even hinting at a Black Adam versus Superman. We may get it in the movie. Most likely a movie. I would like to see another uh, Superman solo movie. That's what everyone wants to see. But at least we finally have The Rock to back everyone up, the, the fans up. And they're, they're finally listening to the fans because they've, they've seen it on Twitter. They've seen it on social media. They wanna see Henry Cavill back as Superman. I mean, what better way to bring him back than to introduce him? Even if it's a quick five seconds, I don't care. He's officially back. It's not exactly the restoring of the Snyderverse that I want and a lot of Snyder cult fans want, but hey, it's a step towards the right direction. And I'm, now I can finally breathe a little bit. I'm like, fucking finally, someone is listening and things are happening.
2: So I'm... Must- That's why I kind of like David because it sounds like he's listening. At least, he's listening a lot better than the last regime. Exactly. And with that being said, David... If you could listen to me, please cancel the Hellraiser HBO Max television series because David Gordon Green, by proven with Halloween, he's fucking inept. Don't let him touch it. Please just ax that piece of shit officially. Thank you. Yeah.
0: The, and another thing, my only complaint with this whole like finally revealing Henry Cavill is back officially as Superman in Black Adam. I kind of wish that they actually had Henry Cavill appear at that Black Adam panel presentation at comic-con because had they done that it would have the excitement not just in person at that event but all over social media it would have broken the internet at least for a few hours until marvel you know dropped uh that black panther wakanda forever trailer it would have gotten everyone that much more excited to see black adam you know and i get it they wanted to save it whatever that's
1: fine i agree but like my argument would be like, I think they were, here. here's two arguments, right? Argument number one is they were trying to save it and the rock blew his head open and just couldn't, do, <laughs> couldn't hold it together. Right. Or it was like, okay, finally at the very, 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 very end, we're green lit. Let's get them in. Let's get the scene done quick and let's announce it. You know what I mean? could be one so, of those
0: two. I think that the filming of this scene happened earlier this year. Okay. Yeah. And supposedly Henry Cavill has also, they were filming pickup shoots for The Flash, which Ezra Miller also had to do. And supposedly Henry Cavill may have also been involved with that.
1: Okay.
0: So when I heard that, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get too excited. But, you know, now that he's officially in Black Adam, who's to say that we're not going to see him there as well? I mean, we're only going to see fucking General Zod and So supposedly in The Flash, and his cousin Kara Zor-El Supergirl so why not the man himself like holy shit so but you know either way I'm excited I'm gonna see it on opening day I hope it does well um because this is a this is a big movie um as far as you know DC and for DC fans uh so we'll see what happens we'll see what and I think also of course they're they're banking on you know um people who want to see Henry Cavill back as Superman to you know Go see. But then that's the thing, like they should have the, the perfect moment to, to have done that was at Comic-Con and yeah. actually have, you know, blow everyone's minds off and have Henry Cavill, have uh, The Rock introduce Henry Cavill on stage back officially as Superman. But oh well, it already happened. That's fine. We're moving on now. So here we go. Uh, hopefully this does lead to a solo Superman movie. Black Adam versus Superman. We got to get Shazam in there somehow. So, but yeah, for those of you who are listening, if you have not seen the Shazam Superman animated movie on HBO Max, check it out. It may give you a good idea if we do get something like that in live action, just imagine how awesome, as a full length movie, just imagine how awesome it could be. So there you go. That's pretty much it. That's the show. It's it's great to to be back and to to have you back pinhead even for a, for an episode so hopefully we uh we get to have yeah
2: you. i'll probably be back on the next one too so yeah baby oh, nice. granted is my internet doesn't keep crashing into the fucking sea like the lost city of atlantis but
1: <laughs> i thought it did good this i thought it did good honestly. well at yeah. the last
2: right here right at this last act it keeps fucking up it's pissing me off but it's all
1: good it, 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 it is. it's We're done wrapping pretty well up,
2: so it doesn't matter so but i probably will be back for the next episode because I got to talk about what happened on my birthday. And if I get to see Barbarian, I got to talk about it. So.
1: Absolutely, bro. Nice.
2: Because I can't believe it's actually coming this quickly to HBO Max.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Speaking so, of birthdays, the podcast, we uh, just celebrated two years of podcasting last September 30th.
1: Oh, my gosh. Has it uh, been International
0: Podcast Day.
1: That's what
2: I said, Jester. I was like,
1: no. So Two it's, years.
0: It's dude. been two years. So... Wow. happy birthday to the podcast thank yeah. you to all the listeners all the viewers who are watching or the the, the few that are
1: do we still and- have an audience <laughs> i can't remember oh yeah, we do. yeah really. we do really
0: yeah you still get comments and stuff um not co- i haven't uploaded a video in a while mostly okay. audio
2: okay
0: but yeah we're still getting we're still getting uh uh listens and views so i mean oh. that's pretty cool
1: I genuinely want to say thank you to whoever's listening. this. like that's really sweet of you guys to like listen to us just ramble for two hours. Three I know hours. I
2: appreciate you guys sitting through this fucking monotonous, crazy shit because you're <laughs> better cool. men than we are. I tell you, <laughs>
1: that's awesome. And man.
2: women, and women, I, I'm sure we got some ladies who like our foul, my foul mouth especially. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at that moment, when they heard that, they'd be like, "That's it, I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> he said deal about our shield. Fuck him. Well, alrighty. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you Thank guys you. for joining me. It's been fun. So much yep. fun. We um, yes, you, Korea. Quite the golden age. I mean, quite the quite a time to have House of the Dragon and or Rings of Power. I whatever you say, She-Hulk or, or all these, just so much content at the same. Hellraiser,
2: level. Halloween. We're just yeah living it up over here. Exactly. Yep. So.
1: Yeah.
2: Alrighty.
0: See you all soon.
2: Thank you again.
1: Stay safe out there. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.